Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? That's not going to be tough to do a 13-minute podcast. <laughs> in and out, we have an hour to do it, though. So we'll squeeze it in. Your mama's got an hour to do it Whoa. on my bowls. Whoa, buddy, <laughs> take it easy. I'm your daddy now. Are you? Well, then buy me a car. Listen, Ben, things <laughs> have been really like tight around dad. the house. Yeah, are they I tight? Can't, uh, we can't afford to with, with mom getting caught in the windmill and Davey getting caught in the mm. windmill. Oh, yeah. so much stuff that I got to spend money on. Can't get you a car this, well, this winter season. Well, you're wasting all my money on windmills, apparently. So Absolutely. thank you for that. I don't need to go to college, Dad. The entire squash crop died. The squash crop? <laughs> the squash crop. That's mm. a lot more well, difficult like to say. Well, it looks like you have squash on your chin there, Papa. You got drunk and went squashing again, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look for they eat pussies. them like pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, do we share the same brain? All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We got my father with me today. Yeah, this is really man, nice. I haven't, I haven't talked to my dad in so long. It's ben, so, yeah, a lot taller than I thought you were going to end up being. <laughs> yeah. It, so big, so tall. How's the weather up there? <laughs> well, it's about the same as it is down there. Yeah, that's nice, though. Thank you. Yeah. I always love that one. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Am I in hell right now? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Did I die and go to hell? Is that why I'm in this stinky room in the middle of the worst part of Queens? <laughs> no. Uh, it no, smells like bleach you. and ass in here. No. Is this hell? No, no. There's no poison. Your in mother's that ugly. I'm sick of it. Oh, right. Well, I'm she was a sweet sick woman. Sick of her pussy. I'm sick of her. Well, from what I've heard, you didn't really touch her pussy that much at all, so that's fine. Um, that's fun. Yeah. It's fun to de- jump into different lives. Yeah, that's right. That's well, the power of being an actor. That oh, I put on a fireman's hat. I'm a fireman. I put on a fireman's jacket. I'm a fireman. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I can just play fireman. Well, much, uh, much like a, a husband eating his wife's vagina is an urban legend. (laughs) That is today's big uh, subject. So for those that guessed it right on the Facebook page, you are today's big winner. Today's subject, urban, urban, urban legends. Yeah, not Ben's bathroom mirror, which I thought was funny. That was was a funny funny joke. And then I got a lot of likes when I made a comment about the I think we were going back and forth. I don't know who won on the likes It's not a competition. competition. It's not. (laughs) It felt like one. I felt like I was winning for a while. You know who won? Ben won. That Ben won. There we go. Thank you, Marcus. Ben won uh, 10 to 9. No way. Squeaker. No way. I looked. I checked. I did vote for both of you, though. Thank Thank you, Marcus. And you know, the thing is, people don't even want to vote for me. But it was just such a better statement. I voted for you. I voted for you. I liked yours as well. This is great. Henry mentioned (laughs) mirrors. And of course, uh, 
What's uh, one urban legend that involves mirrors? A very famous urban legend, and it involves a lady named Mary? Well, I will say this. Uh, honestly, uh, that was a big part of my childhood was how terrified I was of Bloody Mary. Me I remember too. going through Catholic school, and I don't know if anyone else felt that, where it's like when you heard about this for the first time, I remember thinking I'd go in the bathroom and like think that I would completely like sort of compulsively just do it mm-hmm. like jumping off a cliff or like doing it like when you stand at the edge of a tall building i thought i would just end up doing it just jumping just jump yeah you don't do that when you go to the top of a building oh I, that's why i'm terrified of heights it's I, not the height itself it's the idea that i have no control over my for legs. some reason i just feel like i'll just like fling myself off the side of the building it mm-hmm. sounds like a super fun thing to do until you hit the ground <laughs> for the first yeah three microseconds you know, yeah you're like this yeah. is really free like, and liberating i believe i can fly yeah I'm like i think and i'm gonna go get like, that boom. job yeah i'm gonna go tell my boss that i want the raise yeah um, <laughs> you know but uh, bloody mirror is very terrifying to me and so yeah i think this uh urban legends especially because of the internet the internet helps That's spread right. urban legends like fucking wildfire it's the internet and catholic school yeah those are the two largest spreaders of urban legends and that's what's interesting about bloody mary's that bloody mary's origins are firmly rooted in the catholic religion absolutely yes they yeah. are i when i was in middle school we used to go to the bathroom and do this on a regular basis and people always used to see the uh the mirror bleeding and things i always remember the first night yeah i always had i'd heard a story of a kid named john mclaughlin that uh they said that it was like some rumor kid who was like three years older than us who saw Bloody Mary and ran out into the street, got hit by a car. Like it was like this like whole long story yeah. that happened for years and years. But like really brutal, visceral stories. So let's let's jump into it. We have a yeah. bunch of urban legends to swim through like a bunch of fucking That's Crisco right. in Wisconsin. Ooh, well, yes. Well, Bloody sliding. Mary has a couple of different uh, variations on it. One of them you just say Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. That's right. That, now this and, is the traditional. Yeah, that's the traditional one. There's another one where you say Mary Worth three times. Mary Worth? Yeah. Oh, that's when you get just, a Butterfingers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It just shows up with like butterscotch candies. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you, Mary Worth. Well, I, it's not scary, but uh, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, I <laughs> guess they take a long time to dissolve yeah. in your mouth, but hey, I guess yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Is Henry in there playing uh, Mary Worth again? <laughs> Oh, you know our mama. <laughs> Supposed you to be blood. It's a it's a horror uh, party, Henry. I don't it's not know. A candy I, party. I see Mary Worth nine times in the mirror. She <laughs> comes out with a pint of maple syrup and pours it down my throat. <laughs> That's something. Uh, but one of the most interesting ones is Bloody Mary. I've got your baby. Uh, which is oh, okay. one that I never knew about. And oh, I remember Bloody Mary, I've Got Your Baby. Yeah, and that one has its roots in uh, Queen Mary the First, mm-hmm. who had a long series of miscarriages and uh, stillborn babies. And that's where the blood comes in. That's where the blood sure. comes I in. See. Yeah. Right? And Just she, a, yeah, and she was also uh, she was also known to uh, be a big fucking, like, she just hated Protestants. Yeah, she didn't like them. Her nickname, yeah. her nickname was Bloody Mary because of how many Protestants she, like, murdered. signed the yeah. murder too. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And because of the miscarriages and because she never actually had a successor, the Catholic line of succession ended with her, as did the prosecution of the Protestants. Well, you know, that's got to be a tough thing for a lady to deal with. I mean, it's the only thing that a woman could really do back in the day was give birth to kids. I mean, it was a big claim to fame. It well, was a major say, process. Like here. 33% of births ended in death yeah. of yeah. the mother and the baby or uh, or either one. So it's like it's it, it was also a dangerous procedure. So it's a good way to kill your wife. You know, just knock her up in the middle yeah, ages. Yeah, that's how it is. Uh, my yeah. semen's too strong. Makes that's a baby too big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Another famous one that we have is known as the beehive. And this okay. one has been around 
forever. And just like a lot of these urban legends, a lot of people think they only came about the 50s, 60s, 70s. Of course, this one uh, is big. was big in the 50s when women had the tall beehive hair. But I imagine it's also like it goes by a lot of these urban legends. I'm I'm certain if you go back into ancient times, there are stories about reflections that have been going on forever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like even the idea of uh, in the Greek myth where what's his name looked into the river and got caught in the river. uh, Narcissus. Narcissus. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's been Forever, like they, mm-hmm. the, the, Lex so. Luger, the pro wrestler, he, <laughs> yeah. was, in, uh, he was in the Greek <laughs> myth, huh? What's it? What was his theme song? The nar- it was like uh, a real American. Oh, no, that's Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's Hulk I'm sorry, yeah, I don't mean to mix up American. my Americans. And not a narcissist. Hulk Hogan, not a narcissist. No, no, no. no. He loves himself, but not that much. He had but a whole way- mania named after himself. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the Hulk mania. Uh, and the version so we, of the story that we yeah. know best of the beehive is the woman that had the long beehive. This is my favorite version. There's a ton of different versions. Uh, my favorite one is this woman had this long beehive, and one day she walks into a spider web. The spider lays eggs in her hair. Mm-hmm. One day she's in the middle of class. Blood starts trickling down her forehead. Uh, they take her to the hospital, and they found that the spiders have burrowed into her head, Fuck. and are they, and they hatched and started eating into her head. Another one says that uh, in order for her to not wash it every night, she covered her hair in sugar water to harden it, and the next morning... Morning when her mother came to yeah. awaken her, her rats had gnawed through her skull. Fuck and yeah. this, well, this one is- does have uh, roots in medieval times. Oh, yeah? It sounds I've, like a, this is what it would actually look like if you're friends with the rats and the squirrels and the birds, like Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, like if you're like, Beauty this is and the what Beast. It is. Yeah. Beauty like and every the Beast. Walt Disney character ever. Yeah, basically you're just surrounded by wolves and rats yeah. and bears and they're just <laughs> just about to eat you, but they so happen close. to eat just enough squirrels that day yeah. to not fuck with you. <laughs> I have a ver- this version of the story. By the way, Henry, back uh, that's your perfect woman right there. What? Wrapping her hair in sugar water. Oh, yeah, I want to <laughs> suck on them tendrils. I love a good long hair on a woman, or a short hair on a woman. What I say is put that sugar hair all over your butt. Put that sugar water all up in your belly button. Let me take a shot out of your belly button, oh, that my. sugar water. Yeah, well, I think you'll have a nice long relationship <laughs> with her as long as sugar is always around. Oh, yeah, light them up. Let's take a shot out of your butt. You're going to put sugar in her butt. All right, all right let's move on. Uh, so this is the ver- <laughs> the old version of the story. There is a sermon story of a certain lady of Einisham in Oxfordshire Ooh, who took uh-oh. so long over the adornment of her hair. That Sounds she- like armpit farts <laughs> like over <laughs> yeah. in fucking England. Who took so long over the adornment of her hair that she used to arrive at church barely before the end of Mass. Mm. One day, the devil descended upon her head in the form of a spider, gripping with its legs, until she well-nigh died of fright. Nothing would remove the offending insect, neither prayer nor exorcism nor holy water, until the local abbot displayed the holy sacrament before it. Ooh. A little match next to it. That's really yeah. interesting. Scared of fire. <laughs> I, I really think that there's also something to the where urban legends have their place in modern society is that they're it's like a fairy tale. It's modern yeah. day fairy tales yeah. because you blend it's cautionary tales blended with like things of the extreme or like. Well, I mean, and they go they they're as silly as peeing on the third rail, like mm-hmm. the subway system and uh, and things like that. I love urban urban legends are really really fun. Oh, you mean like Candyman? Yeah, which was invented by the movie. Yeah, yeah, but it was a good legend. I yeah. mean, it's, it's 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 Bloody Mary. Yeah, but I it's just one of the first nights. By the way, Candyman very similar to uh, Mary Worth. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Well, I think again, it, there's a lot of fixation of people being trapped in mirrors. I remember from the movie The Witches with a little girl that was trapped in the painting. Yeah. They used to yes. scare the shit out of me. Isn't that also 
the one where the little girl gets turned into the rat? Yeah. God, that's fuck. That movie's terrifying. That's I didn't got, see that's that one. That's the kind of stuff that really makes me feel weird. Yeah. And that weird childhood shit makes me feel really strange. Oh, yeah. Well, in modern it. times, urban legends are often rooted in certain, like, real stories. Like, here, like, this is a real story I heard from a friend. Yeah, yeah, this is um, a real story. Or sometimes these things are actually reported in newspapers. Mm-hmm. But when you actually go and try to look, as we'll see later on with uh, one of our other stories, that when you actually try to dig deep into it and find actual police records of this stuff, nothing exists. Right, like it's yeah. it's it's a lot like uh, I I can give a, a very recent example out of North Korea mm-hmm. that uh, that whole story that we got where they said that Kim Jong Un fed his uncle to wild dogs. Right. It's kind of like the Hunter S. Thompson story. thing of saying something that's more extreme than the truth that actually reflects something that's even deeper. Yeah. Which is the idea that like I mean his uncle was essentially dog food. It's like he got yeah. murdered because he didn't. Clap hard enough yeah. at his birthday ceremony. Or I mean, you have to clap pretty hard clap for the Kim Jong Un. Everybody Absolutely. knows it. I know. You got to put on a smile. You got to dance. It. I mean, yeah. they did a Time Warner Cable commercial, dress up as a Hobbit, and you have to yeah, go yeah. in there and you have to go. Oh, when seconds You know, like yeah. I hate that bullshit. No, it's not good to but do. But you got to do it. You have to do it. The cash. Do you want to work or do you want to be fed to dogs? Yeah. Exactly. I'll be dog food. Um, yeah. So this is a story that I heard back in college. I think it's really interesting. That um, it's a really. Uh, you tell me whether or not it's true. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, get it out. He had, yeah. by the way, Henry Literally, ate one just, of his uh, infamous bacon ugh. bacon butter muffins. Ugh. What is that today? A bacon butter? A bacon butter? cheddar a bacon corn che- muffin. And you didn't like gar- it the first garbage. time you it's ate like it. A, it's like eating a spicy sponge. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I don't know why you keep on ordering it. I was hungry. I, know, I, but I told food. you why I ordered it well, because I, I only had five dollars and fifty cents. You got to get. Some, I didn't have yeah. six dollars to get the croissant. All right, all right. You, you might need to audition a little bit harder for those Time <laughs> Warner ads. Five fifty. All right. Anyway, um, yeah. So, what's this true story? So, I uh, I had a friend named Julie in college. who was always going out with the boys. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, she was like very um, let's say fun. Yeah, you could yeah. call her a bit of a her, but you would say <laughs> actually um, she's just very fun. Mm-hmm. And I, my other friend named Meg, who was kind of a nerd, and they were like talking. Basically, one got invited to this party of this hot new freshman football player, this guy at Florida State. That's I think it was right. a Jamie's Wilson. Jamie's Wilson. So yes. we know what happened to her. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie's Winston, wink, wink, which wink. you're trying to say, wink, wink. he was not uh, charged. Great with football rapes. player. Great. Rapist. He was not. He's not a rapist. <laughs> so let's just clear his name here. <laughs> um, so uh, Meg had pretty much no interest in going to this party. Um, and well, she had a midterm really, the next time. She had a really big midterm. Yeah, yeah I told you the story. After, now, basically, uh, Julie, after the entire period of flirting with us, like, Julie was just like not ready for that midterm. They were all That's ready right. to go. Yeah. But yeah. Meg was completely prepared for a major study. So Julie went, out to, the, Julie went, out, Julie to went out to the party. Julie went out to the party, of course. And Meg was, her, Meg was her roommate. Meg was her roommate. She yeah. was blowing yeah, I told all the you dudes. The story. <laughs> yeah. I told you the story. Yeah, now we're trying to tell the audience <laughs> the story. You know, so at the end of the day... You know, Julie spent hours getting, she got ready for this party while Meg started studying. Now, yeah. Julie tried to get Meg to go, but Meg is being a bit of a bitch. And yeah. She's not the horror that Julie is, right? Well, I need to study. But yeah. she was insisted that she that she would study and she's going to pass the test. You know, the girls were rather close and Julie didn't like leaving Meg alone to be mm-hmm. bored while she was out having a blast, a yeah. fucking semen blast. If she's anything cracks. like Jennifer, uh, what is that? I watched that Linda Lovelace movie. I didn't realize Deep Throat, she had a clitoris in her throat. 
That that's is the, the whole yeah, point. That's deep anyway, so Julie, oh. perhaps, let's say she has a clitoris in her throat. Yeah, yeah. Julie finally gave up using the excuse that she would cram in homeroom the next day. <laughs> Another term for sex with her. Yes. Julie went to the party and she had the time of her life oh, with her date. baby, I'm going to cram it in your homeroom. She headed back to the dorm around 2 a.m. and decided not to wake Meg. That's right. Yeah. She's a you midterm, know, you know. She's because Meg can be a real meow when you wake her up. Uh-huh. I'm like, I've got to study. I've got to kiss. Yum, 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 yum. Right. We all know that, Meg. Yeah, or Boobs turned into giant beetles. Oh, I didn't really realize. Weird. Yeah, she went a bit nervous about the midterm. She said she'd wake up early to ask Meg for help. Sure, you know, typical though. You know, typical non-studier. Yeah, yeah. Now this is true. Now this is where it gets really fucked up. Mm-hmm. She woke up and she went to wake Meg. She told me this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're Meg, not reading that off your phone? Nope. No, no. This no, is a story. Okay. Yeah. By, story. by the way, your uh, storytelling cadence is very natural. Yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> this is everyone's buying this. Yep. <laughs> Uh-huh. Meg was lying. On what was Meg's stomach? last name? Uh, <laughs> Bill Bilkerson. <laughs> Meg Bilkerson. Meg Bilkerson. Meg really close. This is friends. totally true. Yeah, uh, it's Bilkerson. like you're reading without any emotion. Meg so Bilkerson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bilkerson. Um. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Meg was sound asleep when when Julie woke up. Apparently. Right. Yeah. Um. Julie rolled Meg over to reveal Meg's terrified face. Julie, <laughs> concerned, mm-hmm. turned on the desk lamp. Had it in there. I remember looking at it. It was yeah, silver. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Do yeah. they not have any windows in this room? Nope. No windows. <laughs> no, Interesting. No, 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 like no, the no, sun, no. the morning sun no, could come in. And he could see. Absolutely absolutely wild. Meg's study stuff was still open and had blood all over it. Uh-oh. Meg had been slaughtered. I heard. Julie, in horror, <laughs> fell to the floor and looked up to see written on the wall in Meg's blood. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? That's scary stuff, and it's real, and it happened at Florida State University. I agree. Two thousand one. I, mean, I mean, really, she eventually she eventually turned on the lights. The she did. Lamp. Yes. Yeah. She, but she then she do. saw the words. You know, aren't you happy you didn't turn on the lights the night before? Because theoretically, the guy was in bed with yeah, Meg. But, yeah, yeah. She rolled her right in there, just going like, oh, 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 all sore, yeah, like cramming it in her home room, falling out of her vagina, going like, oh, I leak, I leak. And then she goes, because she was Asian. <laughs> oh, was she? Oh, you <laughs> no. didn't mention that. Yeah, Julie Bilkerson, not a traditional no, Meg Bilkerson. Meg Bilkerson. Oh, that was Julie. Oh, Julie Yakimoto. Ah. Oh, Yakimoto. So she was Yakimoto. a stereotypical. So that is Asian. an urban legend that's entirely real. So busted yes. that wide open. I mean, you know. Dorm room drama. First of all, the moral of the story is go party, have a good time, blow some dudes. And, Every single you know, time. Yeah. Never Joy. choose to just sit at home and study because the other, because serial killers are nerds too. That's and right. they hang out. And you know what they're studying? You studying. And as soon as you put those books down, you're a goner. And they're going to, because they're going to get an A in the exam of turning your fucking vagina into a puppet hole. That's right. That's, <laughs> I don't know what university they're going to, but some Florida State. University. Florida State. And of course, you know, if this is real to the extent that, uh, you know, you have a Ted Bundy like character, mm-hmm. of course. It FSU. did happen. I mean, it murders in dorm rooms happen on a regular basis. Well, so we, these are good warning tales. I mean, that's the it's all whole point of these. A lot of cautionary you know, yeah. tales, yeah. Go out and have a good time, people. And what, these are just some, but I've heard that story 90 different ways. Everyone. And has. it's like, it's a very famous, scary story. But what I think the difference, because I was like sitting thinking, well, like, what's the difference between urban legends and creepypasta? Is yeah. the fact that urban legends is about you learning something. It's a 
about the lesson. It's yeah. about like you know. And then uh, it's, creepy it's pasta true. Is like all honestly, about- are you uh, are you glad you didn't turn on the light? Is like yellow. Like that's like what it's you're supposed to learn is that you should yeah. go out and have a good time. Go out and have a good time. When you come back, just go to sleep in the dark. Yeah, go to sleep don't in the dark. About, you know, yeah. don't certainly not underneath a black light. Covered in Ooh. semen. Covered in se- yeah, shame. He's, shame. He's get blinded by a dorm room with that black light. You'll learn a lot from these stories. Creepy pastas. They're more cliffhangers. Yeah. Such as the greatest cliffhanger of all time. Who is phone? I don't who know is, who phone was, and, we will and I never, never will. No. Exactly. And I don't want to know. I, don't I want to. I, yeah. That's. It's like a cone. It's like, like a Buddhist yeah. cone. <laughs> Out of all the creepy, like the who is phone creepy pasta is the closest thing to the end of the uh, television show, The Sopranos. Yeah. Just goes to just goes to dark. I don't want to know if he lives. I mean, we know he dies in Italy after having a large meal. Of course. <laughs> Isn't that weird that Tony Soprano and uh, James Gandolfini has the perfect Tony Soprano death? Yeah, yeah of course. Just died in Italy after huge amounts of wine Yeah, he lived and the meat. character. Yeah. yeah, he just did it. So, um, anyway, yes. So what we said earlier about these uh, actual these urban legends having some root in truth or actually being reported in the news, yeah. we have one that was reported in the news twice in Fairfax, Virginia. I'm going to read you this bulletin that came out in 1973. Ooh, yeah. Very exciting. Fairfax County Police said yesterday they're looking for a man who likes to wear a white bunny rabbit costume Uh-oh. and throw hatchets through car windows. Hell yeah. <laughs> Air Force Academy amazing. cadet Robert Bennett told police that shortly after midnight last Sunday, he and his fiance were sitting in a car in the 5400 block of Guinea Road when a man dressed in a white I'm sorry, suit... I'm what was the road? Guinea Road. It was Guinea Road? Guinea Road. Guinea Road. Okay. Guinea Road. Are you being racist? <laughs> no, the road is racist. I'm not racist. When a man dressed in a white suit with long bunny ears ran from the nearby bushes and shouted, You're on private property, and I have your tag number. <laughs> the rabbit threw a wooden-handled hatchet through the right front car window. The first-year cadet told police, as soon as he threw the hatchet, the rabbit skipped off into the night, police said. <laughs> Bennett oh, and his fiancé were not injured. Police say they have the hatchet, but no other clues in the case. They God say Bennett- damn it. They say Bennett was visiting an uncle who lived n- across the street from the spot where the car was parked. The cadet was in the area to attend last weekend's Air Force Navy football game. And this introduces us to a wonderful urban legend out of Fairfax, uh, Virginia, the Bunny Man. The Bunny the Man, bunny and he's man. been visiting, he's all over the South, all over, like a lot of the Eastern Seaboard, there's yeah. a lot of Bunny Man talk. And I think that you'll see that and too, where a lot goes, of these stories are regional. It goes uh, on mm-hmm. today, right? The Bunny Man is uh, theoretically born in 1973, and people still report the Bunny Man today? Well, but the Bunny Man did start in the early 70s, and it's still, I mean, by the 80s, it kind of reached its apex, but it's one of those that still goes to this day. It's I hear just, about it all the time, and it's yeah. like, because like the Bunny Man Bridge is very important, where they say there's like this one bridge in Virginia yeah. where you drive past and oftentimes you'll see a bunny man dressed in a bunny suit right. with an axe next to it, which is just like the scariest crime <laughs> outfit. It's you adorable I mean? though. It's adorable stuff. Sorta. But it's just like, I, I guess it's like, it could be I always like think about that. Is it scarier to dress up like in a big wolfman costume and mm. do weird shit? No. Or is it scarier to dress up like a big bunny and do shit? But I think it's what your face looks like outside of the bunny costume. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have like a long, grizzled gray beard, bloodshot eyes, and a fucking bunny man costume on, you're gonna be pretty creepy. Right, and, right. You know, if you're gonna be a hot, sexy young woman in there, it's a little sexy. A hot, sexy bunny woman throwing hatchets through yeah, your car yeah. window. Throw a you hatchet through that. my car window. Yeah. It sounds like you're putting things up my butt, but it just <laughs> yeah. means I'm ready to be with you. So throwing hatchets through your window is uh, code for anal sex, and 
um, cramming in the homeroom. That's just your traditional <laughs> vaginal sex. Okay, we're learning a lot today. We're learning today. Um, there's, always, but, there's always a C storyline for our episodes. But there's always. a lot of story. Like the bunny man is said to be responsible for the deaths of up to two disobedient children mm-hmm. in the Clifton, New Jersey area. Behave. Which is like, again, a perfect way to use a cautionary tale of just like having... See, like, I never had that. I always wanted to have that as a kid where it's like my grandfather like grip you by the knee and just go like, you better be good in your tongues. Oh, the buddy man's gonna come and get you. You don't you know, want so, that. No, I want it though. No, no, you, you don't. Didn't, I mean, because you, I had one when I was a kid, and it fucking terrified what me. What was it? The Latusa. The Latusa. Where the are La you Chusa. from? Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no but idea. I grew up in a town with a really high number of Mexican immigrants. Yeah, uh, and the Latusa. Yeah, they said if you lied, I think I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. But if you lied uh, to anyone, the Latusa, which is a bird with the head of a woman, ah! would come oh. and sit, stand on the foot of your bed at night and scream at you. Okay, well, lying. that is just an elderly man talking about the wife he's hated for thirty years. <laughs> That is such a male made up, and it just screams at you about the dishes, and I don't know why we don't have a new car. Yeah, I'll take out the trash in the morning when I got pants on. They're not picking up the garbage till 9 a.m. anyway, so it doesn't matter if it goes out. It's midnight, so. Squawking and squawking and squawking. I tell you, she's getting wings like a fucking bird. I got to say, the Lachusa sounds pretty scary. It does sound very scary. Yeah. That's true. That's very, very um, true. But your father was with the NYPD, so you pretty much had the had biggest boogeyman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had real they had real stuff to be concerned. No, my grandmother, you should just tell me and be like, oh, Henry Thomas, you're going to eat chocolate? Chocolate's going to give you a heart attack. <laughs> well, that's, that's that was what she did. That's actually true, though. But they don't. But she didn't know then. The dark chocolate has antioxidants. Yes. Uh, well, not when you eat it by food. the fucking gallon. Absolutely. Yeah. When I eat it by the fucking cylinder, yeah. because that's what America runs on chocolate. That's um, right. And so that's like one thing that was like a, a you know so these deaths of children in the Clifton, New Jersey area were pinned on up somebody they said was wearing a bunny suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was like there was a local hermit that they said was like dressed in a bunny suit. I forget where this was. Um, he was an again they're saying an escaped mental like mental asylum well, the, inmate. The thing about the bunny man, I mean, this could be real. Any, anyone who wants to go throw axes through somebody's window could just put a bunny suit on to do it. Yeah, it That's could the kind be, of fun and, one about this. And this one, the uh, insane asylum thing, thing also has a paranormal aspect to it because it's said that he escaped from the mental asylum in 1904. So yeah, he's so, just been there forever. Yeah, he's just been. He's just a spirit that's always been there well, and will what, come in and just get you. He's a boogeyman. The, you know what they got to do on these mental asylums because I feel like a lot of people escape from them. They just got to get those rotating doors because if you're mentally insane, <laughs> you just go around and around and around. And around they'll just catch you oh yeah absolutely you know, they'll, yeah, never, you they'll never be able to get out yeah because you keep showing up waiting for lunchtime yeah that's outside that's inside outside inside outside when do inside. i get my mush when do i get my mush you want your mush you gotta come inside you gotta come inside you want a mush i'm pretty addicted to mush huh? <laughs> come in there yeah uh but then there's like yeah then they said here too you have the you put this together the clifton bunny man um what is this? Castle Spirits thing? It also sounds yeah, yeah, like the, the worst DJ in Clifton, New Jersey. Yeah, I'm the well, man. The, the, inmate, the inmate story came from uh, the a website called Castle of Spirits around 1999. And he cool. told the story about uh, the inmate escaping from the insane asylum. And he escaped uh, with another guy named Marcus Walster. He killed... The uh, he killed Marcus Wallster and then eventually became the Bunny Man. Sure, absolutely. That's, that's a great. That's, and a, that's a great a, person to pin it on. And that's another uh, aspect of urban legends is that they're not usually that detailed. 
they're usually being able to be told pretty quickly. Yeah. There's a lot of, th- you know, there's a lot of missing pieces because you say it's like, he killed his fellow inmate and then eventually became the bunny man. Why did he become the bunny man? Yeah. Where did he find the bunny suit? Bunny the man. The horrifying process <laughs> of becoming a bunny man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, he just love a hippity and it happened. I would actually really enjoy to see this uh, in a very gruesome, your next, maybe the guys who made your next, or Hill Henry, perhaps you and I can write it. I uh, love Just an Denise. actual guy stapling the bunny suit to him, yeah. just full of blood. like... Here comes Peter Cottontail, <laughs> up and down the bunny trail. You know, and girls going like, Brad, Brad, is that you? Stop singing a bad song, Brad. Hey, what's up, honey? How are you? I just got here. Brad, I thought you were, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. And in fact, nothing's f- more emasculated than being killed by a man in a bunny suit. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. God. You got any carrots, <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> oh, the, catchphrase. <laughs> the catchphrases are going to be great. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> well, the first story that I read, the first news story, was not the only news story about the bunny man. For the bunny man reappeared, a man wearing a furry rabbit suit with two long ears appeared again on Guinea Road in Fairfax hmm. County Thursday night. But he was just a lost uh. furry. Yeah, this, what do they call it? A fluffy, a furry? Furry, a yeah. furry, yeah. This time wielding an axe and chopping away at a roof support on a new house. This was only two weeks after the last incident. Paul Phillips, a private security guard for a construction company, said he saw the rabbit standing on the front porch of a new but unoccupied house. Hmm. Phillips said, I started talking to him, and that's when he started chopping. <laughs> <laughs> All you people trespass around here, Phillips said the rabbit told him as he whacked eight gashes in the pole. A if lot you, of trespassing shit. Yeah. No, Bunny Man is all about trespassing. <laughs> if you don't get out of here, I'm going to bust you in the head. So yeah. there's a good chance he's drunk. But the big uh, thing is that yeah. he's just being comfortable. I don't know how many times it's like, what do I wear when I'm in my house? Right. I got my velour pantsuit that Jackie bought me that says uh, that says uh, Chaos Reigns uh-huh. on the back of it with a giant fox in the back of it. And that's what I wear. Sure. You know? That's what or makes you feel comfortable. sometimes nothing at all. Sometimes yeah. I'm totally nude. And if you come into my house, mm-hmm. maybe you'll start seeing the nude man of Mauser Street. <laughs> the nude <laughs> man. Mean, just going like, where are you, my Thai food? Yeah, you're not my Thai food. Someone better show up with my Thai food or I'm going to start busting some heads. The nude man of Mauser Street is the most terrifying urban legend I've ever heard in my life. And it just got created. But if you, uh, <laughs> but the but if you are the nice nude man him, of Mauser Street, even though he's nude, you can't see his penis. <laughs> oh, my. I've got that ginger bush hair. It makes it seem like it's all aflame. In, in the middle of him was a flame and a torso was on fire. The flaming crotch nude man of Mauser Street. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Are there other, any other stories connected to, to uh, Bunny Man? There's a shit ton of them. There's, yeah, every, there's you can a shit ton. Those are the best ones yeah. that I was uh, yeah. able to find. There are some murders around Fairfax, Virginia that people say contribute to the legend of the Bunny Man. Well, I, then I think it's it's the classic example of what we have with the Zodiac Killer, and they, they talk about all the time where it's like, you can... That's the perfect place to do a crime then. Yeah. Same thing with happened with mm-hmm. the Long Island serial killers because there's all these like other conjecture happening like they believe it's the bunny man killing people is that you can kill somebody and probably get away with it because they think it's the bunny the man. Bunny man the same yeah. with the Zodiac killer. Yeah. yeah. No absolutely if you do if you are in desperate need to kill somebody go to a place where everybody tends to get killed and then you're going to just dress up like bucking Bigfoot and, and yep. touch the woman. Well don't. <laughs> don't do that. 
But these murders all occurred long before the legend of the Bunny Man came about. These are like murders that happened like 1918, 1949. I think if there's a place that just has a gruesome past, if it just if you can yes. put in, but you can also attach these stories to the Bunny Man. Like there was this right. little girl named Eva Roy who was uh, murdered as she was watching her father's cows one night. She was uh, mm, found tied to I a watch tree. cows. Yeah, I call like I call them pre hamburgers. Oh, mm, suck on their udders. Yeah, get that. She, Delicious milk. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to let you watch the cows anymore, Mr. Zabrowski. As a matter of fact, uh, I called the police and you're going to have to go, go look at the pigs. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, officer. Now he's looking at the pigs. Yeah, I know. I'll stay on the line. I'll pick them all the best ones. <laughs> so she uh, disappeared 24 hours later. They found her tied to a tree in the woods, her apron strings tied around her throat, and they never found her killer. There were mm. a ton of suspects, but they never found the killer, were never able to pin it on anyone. There was so the old man have, who ran the amusement park. Yeah, old man the Jenkins. There's old man Hankins. Gas station Old guy. man Watson. Mm. Yeah, they're all ready to do it. You know, I think we need to have a plan to get some more young men into town, because I think we're all going to die soon. <laughs> well, Anytime you have a murdered child, uh, especially an unsolved murder or a murdered baby, a dead baby, anything like that, that's where uh, urban legends spring up, especially around bridges. Yes. Okay, yes. What is it? I think that that is a, I think that there is some sort of psycho-symbolic thing with bridges. something about it. Because they talk about with dream, like dream interpretation, like water is always supposed to mean the the soul. Like it's whenever like you're in water or entering water, it's supposed to mean like you're entering either the soul or the uh, unconscious. Mm -hmm. And so there's something about bridges that is, if we, if there, if there is a connection to the symbol of water being that like, it's like a bridge between worlds you hear all the time. You know, it's like the idea of it's, there's, there's something magical to him. How many fairy tales happen Mm -hmm. at bridges? So what does it mean then? Because I was just having this dream where my dad was just telling me I was a failure. Hmm. What does that dream mean? You sure you just didn't want to listen to a voicemail? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Bridges. Yes. Bridges are a terrifying place. And a lot of people die on bridges. Yeah. A lot of people die on bridges. I mean, I knew there was a kid in high school. Yeah. uh, There was a kid in high school. His dad. uh, I mean, well, he was drunk. Yeah, uh, and he just drove right off a bridge, and he uh, fucking died. I think another thing, the reason why we're afraid of bridges, is because one of the earliest uh, fairy tales that we hear is the three Billy Goats Gruff. Yeah, you know, you That's have right. the troll under the bridge. It's like, the, but the same thing is like, like, there's also something involved that with caves, yeah. like caves. It's deep, dark. It's like what they were in the original fairy tales. The whole thing was the forest, the dark forest, mm-hmm. everything that's unknown. Yeah. Um, and then there's also so we're, we want to talk about the Crybaby Bridge. Of course, Crybaby yeah. bridges are huge. It's, we had one uh, where I grew up. Yeah, uh, it's all over the country. This yeah. idea of it's a phenomena of uh, urban legend, basically say it's like a bridge that people say that if you drive down it or walk down it, you'll hear the sound of a baby crying, mm-hmm. yeah. and they say it's well, connected it's, to some sort of childhood death that happened well, there. Well, there's one the one of the uh, one of the theories or one of the uh, legends is that a family was driving across a flooded bridge. They didn't realize how flooded the bridge was. They had to abandon the uh, the car, and then as they abandoned the car, the uh, they forgot the kid. Yeah, and then the kid just sort Kevin! of. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a real Home Alone situation. Which, by the way, I was thinking about Home Alone recently when I was watching the movie You're Next uh, with Holden McNeely. Why were you thinking of your, Why were you thinking of Home Alone while watching You're Next? Because you Home totally Alone absorbed. is a horror movie. Yeah, the kid is being terrorized by these strangers, people, and they try to twist it like yeah. it's some sort of you know fun. Uh, situation for a child to be in. Yeah, yeah it's it's fucking it's horrifying. Night. It's the purge, <laughs> but with Christmas songs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met. 
of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. I remember the the horror the urban legend that was around uh, my town. Uh, of course, it was said that there was a house that was nearby in which devil worshippers were said to have their little covens, which we'll get to devil worshippers later. Yeah. So cool. Uh, I just want one. Yeah, I know. I know. It. Uh, but it was said that if you drove across this one bridge and you slowed down, uh, that you would have a handprint on the back of your car. I've heard that. As yeah. you walk through. And in fact, there I like was another, I found another one uh, that said if you you poured baby powder on the hood, you would see the footprints of children. And Ooh, I, had a, that's cool. I had a friend that said one night he uh, was driving across the bridge and he heard like he was driving slow and he heard like a on the bed of his truck and he hauled ass out of there. He uh, drove over to the Alsip, stopped, got out and to looked at his car. The Alsip family? No, yeah. the, no, Alsip's is a, a, a local uh, convenience store. Oh, yeah, it's okay. it's right next to the Gamuncle, which, <laughs> oh, uh, which is a wonderful yeah. malt shop they have in Texas. Yeah. Gamuncles? Yeah. Sometimes Marcus forgets that not everyone is from <laughs> Bumblefuck, Texas. Yeah, sometimes, every once in a while, I forget. But anyway, he got out of the car and he looked uh, on the, you know, on the bed of his truck, or on the tailgate of his truck and there was a handprint back there. That's However, great. this guy was perpetually full of shit. There's uh, also, okay. there, there's something to the meeting of the legend to your own brain and how magical the brain can be in making things reality. Yeah. And his I mean, whole but thing, then again, course, if you do see a bunch of handprints on the, your car, like, go back, because you might have hit somebody. <laughs> like, go back to where you, where, where you no, felt you the handprint. No, you never go back. Well, I think you there's maybe a person dying there. Driving. The, yeah. Keep driving. Well, and it's, it's yeah. depends on what morality you want to have yeah. there. But. Put you know, miles between you and the pigs, man. Get to Mexico. <laughs> Go down and change your name to El Caracha. Well, like down in fucking Pueblo, Mexico. Eat yourself some burritos. Have a nice young Mexican wife. You never go back to the States. I mean, I just feel like you're getting your ideas of what being on the run is from the uh, TV show Eastbound and Down. And I don't know if that's right. Uh, I think it's a more panicky situation. Well, one of the uh, other crybaby bridges that I found was called the Screaming Bridge of Maude Hughes Road. Hey! Oh, my God. Hey, you drive 
drive it, you drive it. Nah, you drive it. Wow, this is the most annoying bridge right, I've ever been turn on. Turn up the radio. Good it's God. said that there it's the site of a lot of terrible accidents, a lot of suicide. It's said that there are 36 people that have reported to have died on or around this bridge. Where is the bridge? Uh, this is in Butler County, Ohio. Okay. Uh, B-U-T-T-L-E-R. Yeah, they, For all of our Ohio friends, <laughs> if you want to go take a picture of this thing or something or go hang out at the bridge, please, let us know yeah, what your experience is. Please send like. it. Yes. And there's railroad tracks below the bridge for sometimes you can see a ghostly train coming through. You see mist, you see black, a black hooded figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the legend says that a car carrying a man and a woman stalled on top of the bridge. The man got out to get help while the girl stayed. When the man returned, the girl was hanging on the bridge above the tracks. And that the man, man then Ted supposedly Kennedy. perished with unexplained causes. The woman perished with unexplained causes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the man, after he found the woman. Oh, I see. Okay. Possibly dying from fright. This is another <laughs> one cool. Oh, man, I want to die from fright so bad. <laughs> it just seems like it's hard. Yeah. It was on um, type 2 diabetes or fright. I also like this one, too. Egypt, the Egypt Road one oh, from Zoom. Salem. I love this one. You know, so this is the Egypt Road near Salem, Ohio. is actually what it used to be. It used to be called West Pine Lake Road. Mm. It dead ends into the east of the bridge. Legends attribute the crying baby to one that fell in and accidentally drowned. There's also a rumor that there was a cult of some sort in the woods surrounding the bridge. In 2011, there was a satanic ritual involving the murderer or sacrifice of an elderly woman that was found burned to death in a cage on the bridge. Okay. The closed road remains as an access way to high voltage utility lines. The baby cries can be heard at night or during the day. And that's really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not so, cool. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not cool. It's interesting. It's yeah, just fun that you old can... lady burned to death in a bridge in a fucking satanic ritual? Woo! Now, that's Seems an awesome intense. urban legend. And it's like, we were just trying to make beer elderly lady. We just stuck, we stuck a beer can up her ass and oh, set her on I fire see. like beer chicken. Like beer chicken, but it's an elderly lady. I understand mm-hmm. where you're going with that it. That me falls off the bone. Which well, is- you, you throw a baby in the river, and if it drowns, it drowns. Otherwise, you got yourself a little Michael Phelps there, and you're going like, to have a real successful life. Subway commercials and whatnot, but it'll probably drown. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. But And this story brings us to my personal favorite, Urban Legends, Devil Worshippers. Oh, these Yay. are the best. If you grew up in the late 80s, early 90s in America, every single fucking town had a Devil Worshipper oh, story. If only it you was ha- real. If only it was real. But there was always abandoned mm-hmm. houses where people would say, like, that's where the Devil Worshippers go uh, to do their sacraments. They sacrifice children. They sacrifice babies. And, they, all, of course, they all say, like, they sacrificed a child there you right. know, five, ten well, years ago. You know, my cousin, like, knew this kid that got sacrificed there. But, of course... Nobody, like, if a kid actually got sacrificed in a satanic ritual in a small town, that's great people news. Would be, people would be, that was huge. People headline. would be talking about it every yeah. day for the next 20 <laughs> years. Well, the thing about the satanic cult, and Marcus brings it up, I think it was actually called the satanic panic, right? Yeah, it was, it was, like, called, a, it was exactly. like a coin thing. Yeah. And the West Memphis Three got caught up in yeah, it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Put it I'll put it um, the same way. So, well, I mean, not to that story, but I remember I was, I, I was just in Chicago and I went to go look for the Gacy house and I spoke with a taxi driver and I was going to try to go over to the Gacy house and he's like you trying to see old Gacy house and I was like yeah and he's just like I won't take you there wow. yeah, so they he won't didn't go. take me yeah isn't that something I would assume that that happens kind of on a regular basis 
Oh, of course, yeah. You, you get a to. fat dude in there. I have my human centipede shirt on. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. Like, I'm just you know, basically just being like, um, excuse me, I'd like to take a look at the, um, the, the historical place. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to see the fountain John that was in uh, Married with Children? No, no, it's just important. The Sears uh, Tower. People like to look at the Sears Tower. I want to see Gacy's house. Oh, you want to see the Gacy house. Okay. I want to see Gacy's place. Well, you know what? This cab is free of charge if you just get out now. We're on the highway. Just roll down. That would be fine. Just roll on out of here. Like Walter in the Big Lebowski. And I saw a good old-fashioned uh, our uh, our uh, adventure mate uh, Kiki out there who oh, joined oh, us in yeah. the oh. Sam adventure. Yeah, hello, wonderful. Kiki. How are you? She's hello, a, Kiki. Yeah, hello, Kiki. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Chicago. It's a beautiful city. Yes, it is. It's I, a big fat one. It, yes, yes, it is. I heard a great devil worshiper urban legend uh, where someone said that there was a, a Satanist devil worshiping house in their neighborhood, mm. and all of the sidewalks in front of it were painted black, and there was an upside down cross painted on each of the supports, and there was a hearse always parked in the front of the house. You know, there was and a the, house that had a hearse in my hometown as well. Yeah, and it was our neighbor house. It was everybody, very scary. Everybody, I did too. It's because it was a cheap car to buy. That's yeah. right. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and so this Satanist house, they would always have one candle in uh, the window and you drive by with a group of your friends you'd make the block and as you drove by the house the second time however many people were in the car with you that number of candles would appear in the window it's like that ccr song Keep a candle in the window, kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> sure. No, we had a we had a, a person uh, that the, my mom always affectionately referred to as the witch. That was a woman that she said did black magic that lived in a house. But I think it was just because like they were rivals in like the quilt guild, like running for president <laughs> of the probably, quilt guild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there were Democrats <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, like yeah. Ah, I don't know what a witch house. But the the interesting thing about the satanic and devil worshiping stuff is it's not even so much the satanic or the devil worshippers themselves. They're just goofballs. Yeah, these are yeah. friends painting their nails black. Uh, going They're through a, a golf phase, but it's the Christian reaction to it that makes it super heavy and Always. really gives it weight. Because I remember growing up super evangelical, and we would have full like shut in like three hour mar- three out three day marathons about Satanism and witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Little did they know They're all they were doing a war. was they were they were fighting a spiritual war. Yeah, that is, yeah. where it's like Satanists in real life were just hanging around topless, just you know yeah. eating crab salad, having a good time, <laughs> yeah, just having you an know? awesome fucking time. <laughs> just be yeah. like these deviled eggs, <laughs> like all, all the foods are like deviled with quotation marks. If you want to know what they are amazing, watch the movie The Sentinel with uh, the great movie The Sentinel. That's a great movie. I love it. What's her name? Uh, From she was in. uh, She's topless constantly in that movie. Uh, She's Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo. Loving her. Holy lord, uh, man! I watched Rosemary's Baby again. So good. Like the fucking fifteenth time last night. Oh, it's it's great. One day we'll be in a place with us the enough enough last podcast fans so we all just join together in a big old house and like play techno music and cover each other in Vaseline (laughs) stuff like that. Just roll around. You know, that'll be a good time. I would love to just go across. Cross a room but never lift my feet. That's what you can do with Vaseline. Ghost walk it. That would be great. Another another great uh, urban legend concerning hell and Satanists. And there was a couple of these. I remember in Texas there was one in a, a cemetery in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, they're known as he- there was another one in Possum Kingdom, yeah, uh, yeah. Lake Texas. Possum Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Possum. Oh no, God, Possum Kingdom is you- it's the greatest lake in the on the in it all of America. Like a bunch of Possums having a fucking orgy yeah. underneath it just a fucking like a, garbage dump. A no, terrible but- <laughs> place to get a burger. It just got a possum tail next to Welcome it. Welcome to Possum Kingdom. So is this Angus beef? And you're like, 
Yeah. Yeah, unnamed yeah. You know what? That's funny. That's funny. That's funny because I actually named that possum Angus. So I guess it is Angus beef. That's a little joke. That's a, No, it's possum. Yeah. It's, a, it's 100% possum. That's what? What? 100% though. Um, maybe like 98%. Mm, I like it. Good, good. You have to. I'm sorry I tried to lie to you. <laughs> I don't even know why. I don't even know why I did. It's the name of the fucking restaurant, so... So these are squash fries. <laughs> yeah, made out of pure pure Honduran squash. Mm-hmm. So the, I heard of a great one in New Jersey. Uh, it's at, uh, near the town of York. Uh, it's the story of Toad Run Road. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 1800s, there was a colossal mental asylum that stood in the woods uh, because of its remote location. I mean, the motherfucker lit on fire. Oh. Firefighters couldn't get to it in time. A because, lot of the patients... Like, crazy people just burst into flames. Oh, yep, yeah. That happens. Yeah, yeah. I heard They're that. All Highly covered, flammable. All covered mm-hmm. in kerosene. All <laughs> Time. Uh, a lot Do you of- like my aftershave? <laughs> like dumping that gasoline all over himself? Uh-huh. Uh, let me call up my best friend, Dr. Seuss. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> you don't have a cell phone there, Andy. That's not a cell phone. That's a banana. Yeah. Uh, let me just, uh, oh, yeah. let me, excuse me. I'm on a call. <laughs> <laughs> banana phone. Most of the inmates in the upper floors burned to death. The ones on the lower level, they let them all out rather than let them burn to death. But That's a nice. lot of these people were, of course, criminally insane. Again, By the way, you, get a, you get a bunch of criminally sane in a group. They scatter. Yeah, they don't. They, 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 they just scatter to the to the forest. Yeah, that must they have been all quite scatter. a debate that these people had though. When the top floor is burning, and then they're like, "Well, should we could let the uh, should we let the bottom floor out? We could just like burn them all though." And then let's we, give it a second. Yeah, let's just see. <laughs> let's just see what happens. Uh, and because these people were criminally insane, the search party was extremely aggressive. Anytime <laughs> oh, they yeah. found anytime they found one of the inmates, I mean, no questions asked. Take no prisoners. Either beat them in a su- submission or mm. kill them on the spot. Yeah. Well, that's fine. They should use a Bret Hart sharpshooter type technique. That would also probably work. So they say that the psychic impact of this uh, event, all the people burning to death, all the people in the woods being beaten to death or just straight out shot or stabbed, they say that because of this, a gateway to hell opened up. It cool. sounds like the movie 13 Ghosts. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. I love movie. that movie. Yeah, it's yeah that fun. movie's great. Uh, yeah, so they say good. that there are seven barriers, uh, which is great because someone did their homework and knew that seven was a very important biblical number. No, it's really, this is a great story, yeah. Yeah, so they say that there are seven barriers along the path to the former side of the asylum. Most people can't even locate the first one, but for those who manage to find the path, it is said that the sense of evil and overpower feelings of death will turn back even the bravest of explorers packed hmm. back by the fifth gate. So where is this in New Jersey? Uh, York. If York. you're in York, New Jersey, go check it out and take pictures, please. Go walk the seventh path. Absolutely. Because, yeah. I believe it's in New Jersey. I'm not 100% sure. New Jersey. Yeah, but you can look yeah. it up. You can look it up. There's hells of gates, gates of hells everywhere. Everywhere. This is a, a this is a fucking, uh, I would say probably a worldwide phenomenon, but yeah. in America, it is definitely a huge phenomenon. Legends say that if one did manage <laughs> to get past all seven gates, that uh, they would be standing upon the burnt remains of the mental hospital, a bona fide passageway yeah. to hell itself. And you and get then, a car that gives you free peeps for life. Isn't that nice? And then I wanted to be punny, and then you see Bill Gates, am I right? Because yeah. he's Satan. He's the devil there. But he actually has a good foundation, so it doesn't work. He made the uh, condom thing. He made the condom thing. Yeah. Gates of hell. Yeah, yeah, Henry's butt. It. Henry's butthole. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thank <laughs> you, Ben. Look, okay, I can't good. believe it took us that long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ram it in her home room. <laughs> 
So there's another one more called uh, that's kind of a gate to hell. It's called Gross Point Devil Gross Point's Devil's Mill. Uh, it is said that uh, there was Just a don't sibling go rivalry. There. Don't go there. <laughs> there's a sibling rivalry, uh, and when the the girl died, she said that she would rather sell her part to Satan rather than give it to the brother. And as if to seal her pack, the mill was cloven in two at the moment of her death Whoa. by lightning, and then burnt to the ground. And it's said that the distraught brother saw Satan himself hoofing a French quadrille amid the flames. Yeah. Ooh, that's great. What's yeah. a French quadrille? Uh, like maybe a jig, I think. A little What's dance. A jig? What's a jig? Di- oh, oh, oh. Yes. A little, not yeah, a donut. Yeah, there you can't really see what we're doing. No, that's why I was wondering why we were doing it in the first place. Speaking of Satan, can we talk about that car real quick? Oh, yeah. Well, which car? The the Volga. Oh, Ooh, the Volga is really cool Volga. too. You, you wonder also, what what does Satan drive? Yeah. <laughs> it's a 1960 black Volga, and it's because it has a bad transmission. <laughs> That's right. No this, power windows. The heat doesn't work. Oh, well, I mean, he's cassette so, player. Yeah, I have it's a, a bad that, car. The, I mean, the devil he doesn't need a good transmission, but he needs the heat. The heat yeah, has he to work the in the devil's <laughs> car. I mean, come on. Well, when the devil's in Poland, he drives the black Volga. <laughs> That's right. And it's said that the black Volga. When isn't the devil in Poland? <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever leave Poland? I'm really certain he's there right now. So it's said that the Black Volga was driven by Soviet high-ranking Soviet officials who kidnapped young and pretty girls for sexual pleasures of the highest-ranking Soviet comrades. Describe I mean, th- again, this is in Poland, so yeah, yeah. young version. and pretty, it's subjective. Hey, there's plenty of hot Polish girls. That was a, 50, that was no, a no, 55-year-old lunch lady it's we just picked up. the thing with Polish, Polish women and men. <laughs> Polish women are incredibly attractive until about the age 42, and then they turn 42? Into, they turn into witch women. I think you got that number <laughs> already. Old I think 24. But yeah. There's another legend that says that uh, either it's driven by vampires, mysterious priests, body vendors, and in mm. fact, some say that children are kidnapped so they can drain their healthy blood to be given to uh, rich leukemia sufferers. Yeah, that was an interesting thing, the leukemia yeah. sufferers. Yeah. I don't it, think there's any really evidence that that works. No, it doesn't work. You can't just switch out someone's blood. This isn't fucking, seven, or fucking 1532 where you can just drain out the humors and oh, be that's what healthy. it is. There's a demon in his brain. Ah, yes, yes. Um, uh, and it's said that sometimes even Satan himself drove the Black Volga. <laughs> the Black Volga. God, I'm driving here. Oh. The road rage on God, Satan. The traffic on this 405 is killing me. Yeah, guys. Uh, what does a guy got to do to get a good classic rock station? Am I right? And Satan loves his classic rock. And uh, well, I better go rape that fucking rapist over there. Well, that's the thing. He would rape the rapist. Yeah. And while we're in Poland, let's move on to the Dybbuk box. Ooh, oh, yeah. the Dybbuk box is Which great. has its origins in Poland in the Holocaust. It's that's like right. this. Did I tell you? That uh, for Christmas, I got a uh, weed box that was sanctioned by the Church of Satan. Wow. Yeah, I have this great weed box that has a Baphomet symbol that it, the Church of Satan has a copyright on. Oh, very uh, much. Ha- of course, they're not idiots. You have to get permission from them to use a specific one. Have you smoked the weed that you've placed in that box yet? A day. Uh, every day. And uh, do you feel like it has a different effect on your brain now that no, it's been... No, no, no. I'm nothing. still the same. Same old, same old great me. Ah, well, you know? yeah. You'll change one day. Well, you may remember the Dybbuk box from a movie that came out a couple years ago where... You know, ble- bless his yeah, modest Yahoo. Ble- bless his heart, modest Yahoo. Oh no, just we can't in. bring him. Never br- modest Yahoo. He was in over his head. He yeah, bit he off was, more than he could chew. He, he was, was bad what was the name of that guy? What was that thing again? The what possession. Was the possession. Oh yeah, he really put he put 
put in his all. But I he mean, just what was... else do you have to do besides putting on a costume and showing up in front of camera? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you didn't have to do like, anything else besides that. <laughs> and yell a lot because, uh, you know, it said that the Dybbuk is, you know, it's a possessing spirit. It's a yeah. re- restless soul. It's a Jewish demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, just like in Catholic it's always uh, nervous. exorcisms, it's, it's always nervous, always complaining about the heat. You know, it's <laughs> hot, though, so it's, it's right. That's the thing. What, what Jewish people tend to complain about, I'm totally on board with. Yeah, you know? yeah, sure. Yeah, and they hate Spicy food. Um, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. And they're afraid of cats. They sure. can't be seen in mirrors. It's a, it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard thing to be. Like a vampire. Um, but they, there, but. Normally, it's what they said it was a wine cabinet, which was basically contained a thing called a dibbic, which is a malicious ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. something that's like contained. And basically, the movie came from this apparent true story about a uh, dibbic box that was sold on eBay. Mm, yes, that's right. Um, to a family. Uh, according to Manis' story, he bought the box at an estate sale in 2001. It belonged to a Holocaust survivor of Polish origin named Havela, who had escaped to Spain prior to her immigration to the United States. Havela purposely sealed a dipic inside the box there after it contacted her and her friends while performing a seance with a homemade oracle board. On opening the box, Manus found that it contained two 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound with cord, a lock of black-brown hair bound with cord, a small statue engraved with the Hebrew word shalom, mm-hmm. one dried rosebud, a single candle holder with four octopus-shaped legs, and a small golden wine goblet, all items supposedly used in Jewish folklore to exorcise demons. Numerous owners of the box have reported that strange phenomena accompany it. In his story, Manus claimed that he experienced a series of horrific nightmares shared with other people while they were in possession of the box, or when they stayed at his home while he had it. His mother suffered a stroke on the same day he gave her the box as a birthday present, October 28th. Every owner of the box has reported that it smells of cat urine or jasmine flowers, and nightmares involving an old hag accompanying the box. I'm going to just say... Rarely do people debate, is that urine or is that jasmine? I feel like that's what you're... These are pretty... uh, But where you dog sit, that's where the whole house smells like potpourri over fucking fucking stingy smell of dog. See, cat urine, I think it just, it belonged to an old cat lady for a long time. And the cat's just pissed all over it all the time. Right, okay, so jasmine you think is the scent that it's supposed to be. I think jasmine is just what they use to try to cover the smell of cat urine. Oh, okay, Because once a cat pisses on something, that smell ain't never going away. Yeah, it's a pee-pee box. Yeah, yeah, cat pissed on my drum set in college. From then on, we were known as the band that smelled like cat piss. We just were never, I could never get it out. What was the name of the band? Uh, Hugs a Bunch Pedophile. What was it? Hugs a Bunch Pedophile. Hugs Hugs a Bunch bunch Pedophile, pedophile. the band that smells like cat piss. That was us. That actually kind of (laughs) works. They have a mature sound. I'd love to hear that from Hugs a Bunch Pedophile. I would love to see the review. Sophisticated and Baroque, Hugs a Bunch Pedophile is offering subtle hints as to what the 2000s will bring to music. We once wrote a song called Jungle Tour in which there was a robot that was programmed to feed homeless people, but there was a malfunction, so we just fed them all sand until they died. (laughs) It's a good song. I love it. And it was put inside the Dybbuk box. Yes. Um, So apparently Jason Haxton, director of the Museum of Osteopathic Medicine in Kirksville, Missouri, he had been following all the blogs written about this Dybbuk box, and he bought it. He wrote this book called The Dybbuk Box and claimed that he subsequently developed he- strange health problems, including hives, coughing up blood, and headed to welts. Mm. His wife experienced bloody, weeping blisters after coming in contact with clothing he wore during a failed containment attempt. His office also, also experienced the bursting of light bulbs. 
bulbs. Upon removal of the box from the museum, Haxton had locked the box in the back of his truck, parking at his home in the evening. Haxton experienced nightmares of hag-like women, not unlike Manus's claims. The final straw... Haxon claims happened while he and his son were watching television and his son noticed a black flame-like mass in the room with them. Cool. Haxon consulted with rabbis to try to figure out a way to seal the dibbuck on the box again. Apparently successful, he took this freshly resealed box and hid it at a secret location, which he will not reveal. Will not reveal. So that's probably around yes. somewhere. Yeah, we got to mm-hmm. go dig it up. We got to find the dibbuck box. It's around somewhere, but I just want one. If you got one, send one to me. I mean, is there only one? Yes, in so, this story, into this story. Oh, okay, but there's multiple Dibbit box. Mm-hmm. A Dibbit okay. box is a thing that okay. you can do. But this is so the, there's this hundreds di- of them. This Dibbit box is the one that, like, there is a definite urban legend surrounding yeah. it. It's a very recent one, too. I wish we I could find the original the- eBay listing for it. Let's yeah. see if we can find it, and I'll put well, it up I mean, on hell, the Facebook. I'm sure there's some- if anybody can find it, put it up. Yeah, there are, uh, there are uh, a bunch of haunted things on eBay, if you ever Google that. They're oh. all around, so purchase them. Hell They're yeah. So we want to read. So the, well, another great thing about the internet. Thing, uh, w- with the internet uh, and urban legends, you know, they started way back in the day, and they would just be stories, and then eventually we learned how to write, and then they were written stories. And with the internet now, we have a whole brand new version of urban legends, which is really uh, pretty exciting Yeah, stuff. absolutely. And now through the uh, through email, which is perfect. And I, I feel like a lot of it, because we talk about it, is that like I know that if my grandparents were still around and could have have access to the internet, they get caught into how many fucking different scams. Uh, oh, because the things so just many. show up on your on your email and sound really official and really scary, you respond immediately. And so now we're gonna read some famous yeah. chain emails that went around in the early two thousands or, or like late nineteen nineties and like if you'll see, tell me if you remember them. Yeah, yeah. I remember much like, some of you know, these. And, and much as people were scammed in the uh, what you know by Jordan Belfort there, the uh, Wolf of Wall Street Wolf character. Of Wall Street if anybody calls, yeah, well, check it out now. <laughs> if anybody calls you randomly and you don't know them, or someone send, uh, someone hang sends you an email, hang up and delete the fucking email. I don't. There are a lot of victims, and it, sometimes it feels difficult to have sympathy for them because what are they doing? Yeah, who's hitting reply on the Nigerian uncle scam? But morons, just yeah. morons with no money. All right, so you want to start with. Uh, the first of our tales? Sure. Let's start with this one. This one supposedly came from... This one, Ooh. actually, this is great because it looks very official. Yes, it, it says, does. United States Federal Bureau of Investigations, Director Louis J. Free. And then it gives the headquarters of the FBI, gives the telephone number, and then it begins. Action! The agency has become aware of a group of gypsies mm. operating in the southeast. These gypsies are the in the employ of the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> they are responsible for up to 70 cases of testicle mutilation. Whoa! Result! The Bureau's investigation into this matter has developed the following profile. Any male traveling alone in the southeast as is at risk. Do not attempt to take unknown women of Turkish descent to your room. Yikes. Do not attempt to engage any type of sex. If they got belly hair. Do not attempt to engage any type of sexual behavior with unknown Turkish women. Case. These women are responsible for over 70 testicle mutilation cases. They are all very intelligent and should be considered armed and dangerous. By the use of their female attributes, they lure men into positions of seclusion. At this point, they will drug, then remove the testicles of the unsuspecting men. Our investigation has determined that Caucasian, black, and Hispanic testicles are being sold in China as a form of aphrodisiac. No one has lost his life in this way. The serious loss of blood is dangerous, but should not lead to death. If you think you have been a victim of this crime, please contact your nearest FBI field office. I don't know if the word think needs to be in that sentence. Know that. You know, right? How many calls you're going to get and just being like, my balls are cut off. Now, are you sure? Have you checked around? Let me check. 
No, they're still <laughs> there. Okay, you must have sat on them and they yeah. went numb. Well, yeah, I know my balls about. got cut off, but I don't know if she was Turkish. <laughs> huh? Well, we can do nope. nothing for you. We can't help you at all. This is the anti-gypsy department. You've yes. called. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll tr- uh, try to read this one here. This one's called Rock Hard Ab. It's a forward. Please read. Scary. Okay. So state police warning. Warning. State police. Do not ignore. This is very serious. So please repost. State police warning for online. Please read this very carefully. Then send it out to all the people online that you know. Something like this is nothing to be taken casually. This is something you do want to pay attention to. I think we fucking got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if a person with the screen name of Rock Hard Abs or goes by his name Jason Stallings contacts you, do do not reply. Do not talk to this person. Do not answer any of his instant messages or emails. Whoever this person may be, he is a suspect for murder in three, in the death of three women so, so far. far. Contacted, <laughs> he might still get there. <laughs> you know, uh, contacted through the internet. He's killing these chicks through the internet. He's a suspect in a shooting and is known for raping and beating young women. He is located in the mid Michigan area. Please, Just, yeah. So Jason Stallings, we're looking for you. We're gonna find you, Jason. Please send this email to all women on your buddy list and ask them to pass this on as well. This screen name was uh, seen on Yahoo and AOL so far, so he is up to date. (laughs) AOL and Yahoo. This one's from like 99. This is not a joke. Please send this to men, too, just in case he turns like gay or something. I don't know. Is there there any serial killer in history who started with women and went to men? Yeah. Sexually? Okay. No. All right. But just in case, you know, send to everyone. Ladies, this is serious. Over the years, these messages have been named in several different men allegedly uh, who allegedly murdered women. They contacted on the internet uh, Slave Master, Sweet Cali Guy Forever, <laughs> Joker Kid 613, Jason Money, and Jason the S is a money sign, uh-huh. and now Rock Hard Abs slash Jason Stallings. That's a boring yeah. that's a screen right. name. Just Jason Stallings? That's boring. Jason Stallings. So that's pretty much the gist of this one. Only in this case, Slave Master's real name was Johnny Robertson. Yeah, th- this does yeah. have a little, bit of a, a little bit of truth to it, but... But it was 99, actually. The, the guy, Johnny Robinson, was charged in 2000 yeah. with the murders of five women being done in this way. But this, of course, this email didn't start until 2001, something like that. Uh, and, now, you know, it probably does make... I, 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 uh, I'm sure that there are some serial killers who have found women. No, this is one rooms. I remember receiving. I received this one called Spunkball. Mm. Date, Tuesday, February 01, 2000. Subject, Spunkball warning. Spunkball warning. I just wanted to warn all of my friends about something that has been occurring more and more lately all throughout the country. Groups of teenagers have been caught in alarming numbers playing a new and dangerous game called Spunk Ball. <laughs> spunk Ball consists of a group of teens at a car pulling up to a stoplight and looking around for a car stop nearby with an open window. When one is spotted, the teens shout Spunk Ball! Spunk Ball! Spunk, spunk ball. ball! And throw a gasoline-soaked rag that has been wrapped in aluminum foil through the open window, which they spell what they spell through wrong. Um... There's a lot of uh, errors. There's a lot of these. these. On the outside of the foils attached a small firecracker with a fuse lit. When the firecracker explodes, it sheds, it shreds the foil and the rag is ignited, causing a large flame that may catch the interior of the car on fire. Spunk ball playing has already claimed two lives, caused uncountable injuries due to burns, and caused thousands of dollars in damage to automobiles. Hmm. The best defense, say authorities, is to keep all windows rolled up when stopped at traffic lights, almost only cars with windows down are being targeted. If you are at a red light and hear a shout 
out of Spunk Bowl spunk and notice something spunk, coming, bowl. spunk Bowl something coming flying in your window. The best thing to do is have all passengers immediately exit the vehicle. Do not try to retrieve the object. Do not eat it the will spunk bowl. ignite once the firecracker <laughs> explodes. Please pass this on to everyone you care about. I would say though, if you see a 1960 black Volga Spunk Bowl, throw <laughs> it in there. Ball. That's Satan. I, I just feel like I would still do that every once in a while. Just two cars with open windows. Go, spunk spunk ball. ball. Like watch people roll up. <laughs> oh, the that would be fast. funny. Just throw like a wet, th- uh, just a wet rag that's just water. <laughs> yeah, it's covered uh, in my fucking semen. Actual semen. <laughs> I mean, it could very well be a semen thing. Um, but those are some very fun urban legends. Yeah, and this one is a lot like a, a ton of urban like emails that involve cars. You have the one where if you flash your headlight, if that's someone's a true one. Yeah, that's yeah, very. That's yeah. I mean, they but, say that's true, but I don't yeah, think it's true. Yeah. It, yeah. There's the one about the uh, MS13 is they'll bump your car, and if, once you get out to inspect the damage, they'll shoot you. Yeah. There, I mean, but this happens all the time. There was just that Venezuelan, I believe. Um, maybe not Venezuelan. Maybe... Um you being forget. racist? No, 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 I'm not being racist. She was a, she was a beauty contestant, and they they took out the car with spikes, and then uh, they shot them both and took their money. Well, well that's what just the, a standard thing. It was it's a, Caracas, like a gang initiation. Well, yeah, that the urban legend legend is that it's a gang initiation. When in reality, well, it's just full on fucking robbery. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's robbery. Just, yeah. yeah, and the other is all uh, uh, a. Uh, Urban legend I used to hear when I was a kid was the story of a uh, seeing a woman on Halloween day of a guy, a machete killer chopping off the arms of a woman and uh, a woman being found armless on the side of the street. And I remember that being always oh, talked yeah. about when I was a kid. You know, that's so funny. I My favorite urban legend when I was a kid, they would I, I fucking heard this story so many goddamn times. Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> uh, there was this. It's so crazy. I remember the same story. This story was like, we had dinner, and we had one of those in Texas. Did you really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fish like, was involved. Fish and, he gave a and bunch then they of took fish. him and they nailed him. Nailed him to this thing, but he didn't die. He, he didn't, didn't die like a demon. He didn't well, die. I mean, he, he died, but then he came back as a fucking ghost. God, you know why? Still you know what? He still walks the earth to this day. Unbelievable. You got to use a silver bullet. Oh, that's how you take him out. It is. That sounds Shoot him in his perfect. fucking wizard face. And whatever you do, don't be left alone in a room with Jesus because he will molest you. He will oh, molest he is. you. Oh, He's got those right. holes in his hands. He just shove your dick through it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Cram it in her homeroom. <laughs> well, this was uh, a fun episode. This was There's great. so many we didn't get to. The slit mouth, ep- the slit mouth woman. Uh, uh, well, we have a whole other episode. We have yeah. so many of these things. Well, we're going to be kind of continuing this uh, in a couple weeks when we're going to be doing regional monsters. Yeah. Yes. So also, again, if you have any uh, monster like stories of your in your area, wherever you live, please send it to us. That's We'd right. love to read them on the air. Mm-hmm. And Which, uh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, what's that, Marcus? Just can't wait to get to the donkey, uh, the donkey woman of uh, San Antonio. Oh, That's me right. too. I can't wait. You tell. I'll tell you why though. And let's all respect each other <laughs> on the Facebook page as well. Respect yeah. each other. Yeah, respect yeah. each let's other. Respect We're a loving other. community, and um, that's this what is it's a happy all about. place. And let's start putting some good, scary shit on there. Enough of the memes. Stop with the memes. <laughs> oh well, there's just some funny, stop funny, it. Funny, there are some funny ones. There are some funny ones, but you know, post stuff that like contributes to the conversation. <laughs> they do. They do. You They're know? great. A yeah. lot of people do. Yes, and a lot of people have been posting some very sweet stuff. That's right. Maybe they're awesome. You know what? We're gonna, I'm we gonna love make Mondays fans. are ladies' days, so only ladies post on Mondays. That's what I like to say. Well, you see the twinkle Mondays are. Ladies' days. Marcus, you don't like the idea? Monday Lady Day? Why, why are you yelling Monday at me? Henry was the one that was audibly saying Well, that Monday is like now it. Lady Day, so that's fine. Well, let's not Tanya, say that only Aaron. ladies can post. Let's say that ladies are encouraged to post. Well, ladies are always encouraged to post. Per- encouraged to post. <laughs> encouraged to, per- encouraged to post. Extra encouraged to post on Monday. But this is an say- off-air fight that we're having on air, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> 
thank you guys so much. Yes. Uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Hail Saint. Yes, that's right. When's our next live show? The 28th of uh, 27th of January. Yeah, yeah, the last Sunday of, of the month. Saturday. Fucking, or last Saturday, excuse me. That's last right. Saturday of the month. Um, all right, everybody. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail me. Al Gein. And of course, hail yourself. Oh, that's not bad. You piggies. <laughs> Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big.